Hey everybody, just want to let you know with the Jim Cren No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play, it's absolutely free, streams 24-7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Cren No Restrictions app. Jim Crenn, No Restrictions with Todd DeFazio. It's Jim Crenn, No Restrictions. Uh, we're out of uh, uh, Bloom Cigars today. We're going to get uh, our next guest, the Blooms, next time we do a show, have a cigar with him. It's my buddy uh, and the best general manager in the NFL, Kevin Colbert, general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kev, you always are so nice. You always make time. Uh, for me, I appreciate that. Oh, Jimmy, it's always great to see you up at this, you know, not only at the camp setting, but anytime. Thank you, brother. We have a lot in common. We do. You know, we are a kindred spirit, man. We, we went to North. We're, you know, we're Pittsburgh boys. And, you know, that's what I want to start the show off with. I missed camp last, last year. I felt guilt, Catholic guilt, because you said you missed camp, Jim. I said, no, but I had a good excuse. Yeah. I would always, always, you know, like to make camp. I was at uh, Bruno San Martino and Larry Richard and uh, Donnie Iris in a, in a group of nice Pittsburghers, and we were in Italy uh, for like 14 days, two weeks in Italy, and all through Italy, and it was just the coolest thing. And I remember we are sitting at a bar one night, and there's, there's Bruno sitting there, and Larry and I, just the three of us, in this little bar. And we went to, you know, leaving, Larry said, this is so cool, Jim, this thing. We grew up in Pittsburgh. Could you imagine sitting next to Bruno at a bar? I said, no, Larry. And he goes, man, we'll have to cherish this. He's 82, and he'll be around, hopefully he'll be around 20 years, whatever. But, sh- Unfortunately, we lost him. Um, we all tough loss. Everyone's such a good guy. And one of the things I love about him, Kev, he he like got every time he talked about the fans, he'd get emotional, and that, I mean, it was his sincerity in his voice like nothing else. And that that's how this guy made it. No, and those you know, you were fortunate enough to know Bruno as I was, and I you know obviously watching him growing up. Um, who knew that would ever have that opportunity later in life to actually meet our idol, bigger and our hero. Yeah. And when you did, it was even more overwhelming of what a great human being he was and how he treated all the, you know, yeah. everybody the same. He's so friendly and always wanting to talk and ask you how you're doing. And uh, I'm sure that trip means so much for you. Um, the last time I saw Bruno uh, was at the uh, HM3 event last year when he was honored. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, you just cherish those moments because, you know, Unfortunately, like you said, he passed, and now those moments are even so much bigger. But a, a, a man like Bruno San Martino passing through our lives and, you know, influencing us is something I'll always cherish, as I know you do. You know, you're right. It, it's the fact that it's rare in this life, you know, you get somebody who you idolize like you and I as kids. All right, we're idolizing this guy for the character he portrayed, this good man in every in, in a champion and then when you see them in real life he's really that and more and that's what's cool when you see that like from you and i getting to see right. these kids growing up and not only that he shares with his people with the people around him he had this uh the statue this a little microcosm of what i think he is to all to everyone it, he had a thousand two thousand people in the square and are unveiling the statue and he's walking up to get his thing and he knows, he knows I think he's God, right? He knows I idolize him. So I'm just standing there and everyone, and this is how, this is how the kind of guy he is. And he just points at me. Hey, Jimmy, this is pretty cool, huh? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. And he, 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 you know, just the fact that, that one little second of sharing it. 
sharing it, sharing, sharing it. with the you know, with somebody he knows where it's a connection thing. It's and, amazing. And really, the statue um, was secondary to his purpose of being there because they named the hospital after his mother. And you know, everybody knows the story and how close he was to his mother. And um, that's the reason that he wanted to be there and, and be a part of it. You know, of course, he appreciated the statue. Yeah. But it was uh, it was his dedication to his mother, and them naming the hospital after her that really touched him. It was amazing, though. We we're standing in a piece of rock on a big mountain thing, and he's pointing. He goes, oh, we were in a cave there for four months or something. <laughs> what? And his mother, why he was so adamant about getting this documented about how great his mother was she would sneak under german occupation to get food and medicine for him and i mean the sacrifices uh, that she made that he told you know it's pretty uh pretty phenomenal and all moms out there can you know relate as their kid but still just hearing it from bruno uh and that's kind of, that's the kind of guy he was he shared but what, what i wish i wish you were there you couldn't obviously you're camping no, you had work to do there's no. some work going on and like i said the last time i saw him was right before I think it was right after that trip. Mm-hmm. He had just gotten back at that event, the HM3 event. And um, it was, uh, you know, now that I know that's the last time I saw him, I'll never forget that. Yeah. But then you just try. And, you know, I wasn't like, didn't know him his whole life. But those latter years were really cool when we could get the opportunity to interact. And, you know, one time we're at the, the Dapper Dan and I'm, we're standing in the, you know, the preliminary yeah. area, the, the receiving area, yeah. talking to folks, and I, I get in, I get a great big bear hug from behind. I was like, oh man, who's this? And he, he lifted me up. I said, it's Bruno. That's your statue moment. Same oh, thing, right? Man, no to, question. To single you out, knowing, no question, because you knew you'd remember that one little moment. He <clears> no gives doubt. People, he gave people moments, man. That's the coolest thing. Yeah, uh, my favorite match of all time, me and Kenny Oldansky. Uh, and Robert and Tommy Barker, we go down to the matches, and uh, I don't think they were very much back then. Five bucks, ten bucks—it couldn't have been much, I guess. But I remember, you know, in the peanut heaven in the arena. But but I remember uh, it was a steel cage match between him and George the Animal Steel. It was the greatest thing ever because the cage match came up. That was big time. That's oh. when you knew they weren't playing. No, and George, <laughs> you know, George Steele, his, his real name was Jim Meyer. I had the opportunity to meet him as you well. George Steele. When, yeah, we were in, when we were in Detroit, when I worked for the Detroit Lions, yeah. he actually had coached one of our players in high school. Jim was a, um, a uh, math teacher and huh. a high school football coach. Uh, when he wasn't George Steele, and he was just a he was a, he was another beautiful person that I was like thrilled to meet. And I, I you know oh, man, I think I, I think you remember I have a little connection to the wrestling world <laughs> with my my father's cousin was Ringside Rose. Oh, that's yes. Oh, yes. wow. And people told me <laughs> and people like no way. I love I said, no, no. Ringside Rosie. Her real name was Anna. Buckaloo, that was her married name. Yeah, her yeah. her maiden name was Anna Bup, and she was from Fineview, and everybody thought that um, you know that was her. I That's mean, crazy. she was she was that person at family events, um, always energetic, and you know, she getting made on folks. Oh, yeah. She made it. We love it was, her. Said Rosie, and she was a natural. That she wasn't was a plant. Natural. That was she was she uh. was a diehard fan she loved uh, to it. the moment she passed and she was um 
That was her. She, she was a unique. Pittsburgh, she's Pittsburgh royalty. Oh, no question. You see ringside Rosie, anybody over 40. If you're under 40, look her up, I'm telling you. I, I don't know I don't know if there's any clips of that, that old show. I don't know well, if there is anywhere. There isn't. It's and hard to another find. Another gentleman that I was fortunate enough to befriend um, was Billy Cardell. Billy um, Billy. And another connection, my father was Bill Cardell's mailman. You're kidding me. So I saw him at a Penguin game okay. one time, and I introduced myself and told him that. And we became good friends because our seats were close. Yeah. And yeah. his son, Billy, and his son-in-law, uh, Jimmy Rogal, would, they were always at the Penguin Games and would spend time together. But we always shared those stories and those moments. But I asked him about, is there any footage of the old studio wrestling? Yeah. He said, very little because they taped over it. So one oh. week... One week oh they'd, they'd have the yeah. show, then they'd use the same tape because it was expensive. Not thinking about it. No, so there's big. very, very little footage. It would um, have been huge any. Right now. Correct. It would be. We'd be all over that. No question. It'd be a show run. Yeah, but Chili, Billy, Billy. He, he was he was another legend. No, he was an awesome, awesome gentleman. There isn't a there isn't a person out there like say 45 and up will say, Chil- well 50 Chiller Theater <laughs> man Saturday night we all watched Chili- Chiller Theater and oh, you knew yeah. the second oh, yeah. one was always going to be oh, a little yeah. scary. Terminal Stair. Terminal the whole, Stair. The whole group. Yes, little Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's such a Pittsburgh thing, man. That, that that's so inside that no one would understand in no. any other city no. why we're so reverent about this stuff. Exactly. But this is our childhood, man. This is who we, we waited for Saturday night. Get your popcorn and then wrestling. Get your chocolate milk and your jumbo sandwich. Oh, yeah. Six sat, o'clock. You watched it. Sit. You were in, man. You were all in. And, and of course, let's get our, our Steelers, uh, which is uh, religion here in, in the Berg. And, and that's a cool thing, too, if you think about it, Kev. You know, you're a Pittsburgh boy like me, North Catholic, and, and the BDGM of the Steelers. That must have, been, must have been the coolest feeling when you first got named that. Yeah, what I that mean. like, man, being a Pittsburgh you know, boy first time? You, you really don't. And when you're in the moment, mm-hmm. as, a, as a, fortunately I still am yeah. after 19 years, that's I mean, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Run. This is our 19th you season. Some, you got some rings, too. Been blessed. <laughs> but it's um, you don't you don't think about it too much because you, you, you're Pressure. constantly. You got, you're in the game. Well, you just constantly have something that you're working towards. Right, but right. then when, you know, when Mr. Rooney <clears throat> was, was still living, yeah. I mean, he'd come into my office two or three times a day. And he'd always say, "What do you know?" And I'd say, "Not enough." And that was just our little—that was our little routine. And sometimes, you know, I found myself—I tried not to take that moment for granted yeah. because, again, he, like mm-hmm. Chili Billy, like Bruno, Mr. Rooney, was yeah. just that person that made you feel important. And he, um, when you think about those moments that we were we were able to share together with him. That's the part that hits me. You know, winning sure. winning the games and the championships, that's obviously what right. what we try to do and um but to have those moments with him and his family and you know, members of our organization as we sit here above these fields at Saint Vincent, oftentimes we'll sit here at night and we'll look down on those fields and think about, Hey, wait a minute, there's been a few awesome football players and coaches oh, that were working right there yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and sometimes that that part yeah. will hit you but usually you just you know we just try to focus on what we have to do and there'll be a point in time where you know we'll get to look back and, and cherish it not that we don't cherish it at this point but it's just yeah i know you're, you're you got to keep it going it's cool when you mentioned uh mr rooney because you're right he dan rooney he's up there with bruno and guys like that that uh they were. They had this uh, 
way about them, the stature. The guys like Kevin and I look up to, and, and he did share it also. I remember him being like that. I only, you know, just met him just several times. I remember I was at uh, Grand Concourse, and, and somebody bought a bottle of wine. He said, "Who is Mr. Room with Dan?" That's kind of guy. By the way, just what an amazing thing! And he goes, "Hey, Jimmy, how are you?" Like you know, "Hey, Mr. Room." Like, but that's the moment where that one little thing is like amazing to me. The, these never, guys are amazing. They're so humble, humility. They teach you. That's the role model. But it, it was funny the night before my first interview with the Steelers. Uh, I get a phone call from Mr. Rooney. You know, hi, Kevin. Okay. Um, glad you're coming in. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town, but I just wanted to wish you luck. And I was like, wish me luck. Okay. <laughs> you know, you're Mr. Rooney, owner of the Steelers, and I'm I'm interviewing for a position, and you're wishing me luck. And I, I never forgot uh, yeah. that. That's a moment. That kind of guy. Yeah, but, just that's, as a human but being. that's who he was. Um throughout our time together you know he always challenged you to be not only the best football person you could be but he challenged you to be the best person you could be you know and he not only challenged you he showed you how to do that Mm. and now after his passing our obligation is to take those lessons and and pass them on to others those role models it's funny that catholic growing up catholic i remember this priest telling me once a long time ago we talk about saints he says, Saint's not a God. It's a person. My is, Jim, Saint's not a God. They're imperfect. He said, but you know, a saint, a saint is a 100% first-rate human being. And he said, there's saints amongst you. You just got to think about it. I thought of my grandmother, you know. But then you start, I just remember that now. thinking, why we're talking about role models. That's what they oh, are in our, yeah. in, our, in our religion. But that's who, these guys were aspiring. That's our role models. And you think of, you know, guys like Mr. Rooney, you Bruno, maybe maybe Mr. Rogers, or people like these people that are 100% first-rate human beings. Sure. I mean, again, we're, we're sitting about. here overlooking our fields at St. Vincent's. You look to the right, it's the Fred Rogers Center. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Rogers is another unique person that was from this region that, you know, lived his life um, in a special manner for yeah. who he was. Serve others. All those people served others. Yes, no question. And you know what's funny? There's people that served others. We're talking about them. In other words, that's the legacy. That's, the, that's what we learn from the role models is by giving others. You want to build your legacy. That's who you talk about for years and years and years. We're talking about them, not because of wrestling or the football or, or, no. or TV show. We're talking about the human beings that we're most reverent about and the people listening are, are thinking the same thing. That's the coolest thing about it that you learn. It's about ser- all those people serving others, man. That's no it's all question. About. I mean, like I said, they all had, they were all so accomplished in their professions, but, yeah. but the their way they personalities the and who they, who they were far exceeded what they what they accomplished there's yeah. no because like you said that's the part that sticks with you it, it really and, and it, this uh this camp now we're 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 heading to i feel it i could say it you can't because you don't want you know how to say it superstitious i could say it as a, as you're gonna fan, say it super bowl i feel <laughs> it i just feel it i don't say it every year you do. every other year you do well, say it. right <laughs> kevin does but no i do feel i feel good well i feel good about this team <laughs> and uh like everybody, anyone cares how I feel, but but I just feel good. This team it seems like kept it, you know how we can we can make a serious run. Let's put it this way: all the pieces seem to be in place. Well, you know, I, yeah, I, I we think um, we think we'll have a chance. You know, we look back on last season and, and thirteen and three in our minds never happened because we were zero and one, and that's the that's the disappointment we have to live with 
until we are able to take the field against Cleveland and start over. So in the process, we're here at camp trying to get better and, and learn from that 0-1 because that's that's who we were last year. And that's that part is... Uh, it's driven us all off season. So, yeah, we got a lot of those players back that gave us that opportunity to get yeah. to the playoffs. Most of them are, you know, more are progressing than regressing. Um, we got some new young talent. We added a few people from the outside, a couple veterans that we think will help us. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to come together. And it's nobody knows. I mean, we Every got, year is so different. It's interesting. It's, it is completely different. Yeah, not start. only is your team different, but the opposition is different. And, um,. We were getting ready for the game the other night in Philadelphia, and I said to Coach Tomlin, um, you know, this is one of 28. You know what I mean? Because there's, you know, four preseasons, and you got 16 regular seasons with bye, and hopefully we get the playoffs. We maybe get some byes. It's such a long road, as my point was to him, you know, that every step – is a huge step, and there'll be there'll be pluses and there'll be minuses, and the emotional roller coaster is crazy for you, I think, because as a fan, it is because you know, we'll text or something if they're tough ones, say hang in, because it's like it's just such an emotional thing. It must be on your end ten times that because your your job and everything, your career. But you know, as a fan, it's it's an emotional roller coaster. But it must be for you during the during the season every year. It is, and and this part right now, it's just the preparation, how we how we're preparing, how we're working, how we're trying to get better. Obviously, you get into the preseason games, you want to see not so much working on the wins and losses, even yeah. though you do practice winning. Um, it's more it's most important that the guys get to work and we find out about them but each game it's an emotional high or low and i learned a long time ago from coach graham up at north catholic <laughs> yeah. the highs are never as high as the lows are low and that's something that i've always remembered and that you're 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 excited you're happy when you win and but you also you put that away in a 24-hour period because like coach says the next challenge is it's coming at you when you lose um, that stays with you a little bit longer because mm-hmm. it's just such a, a, right. a painful. bad feeling. Um, but you just got to learn from it and push through it and then get back at it. So there will be games we're going to win. Um, hopefully we don't lose, but if we do, we have to grow from it because, again, there's so much time in a season yeah. that one little the drama <laughs> one win isn't going to define you and one loss won't won't kill you because we, you know we've entered the playoffs as the last team we've entered the playoffs as the first team and um had different results so who knows all we all we really focus on is trying to get better now and we're worried about the Cleveland Browns in week 1 well the interesting thing is when you've won super bowls is that it's it's more even frustrating when you lose because you know, you just know you can get there. There are there are teams out there and coaches and unfortunately they they haven't made the Super Bowl or whatever and there has to be some little block where well that's the, that's the pinnacle only one team wins but it, it's tough because you know you know the path you've been there so once you taste that right you want that taste again no I'm, and sometimes you, folks will say oh you won you know it's it's you, not like what, that. you know the more you <laughs> The, when you win, it's like you want to get back. You got to you gotta, you gotta have it again because nothing else will ever measure. And t- when you win it, you've you've been there. And again, I've been blessed to have so many people in my professional career. And Joe Green was one of those folks who worked with us as a scout for mm-hmm. nine years after mm-hmm. his coaching was done. And Joe said, "That's great. Win it." He said, "You want to be great? Do it again." <laughs> 
And I know, you know, I got it, Joe. We're gonna, we got to do it again. There you go. And, they, and that's right because one Super Bowl, two Super Bowls. I've been fortunate. We were on the wrong side of the confetti one time when I Green had, Bay beat yeah, us. I heard us I know and that's right. that's something that that that's with me much more than the two. Than the two victories that we were able to I know, get. As so, a fan, even I know the fans say, you know, it's like you, you, yeah. But the wins are just so sweet. My favorite, my favorite was was the catch. My favorite was the catch, man. San Antonio, the catch. That was the most amazing Super Bowl. I'm sorry, in in history. I mean, that was just the most amazing thing. It was like a movie, man. No, it it was, was like a movie. We got a penalty in that first play, I believe. It was like a nine. It was like close to a ninety-yard driver. It, it, it was. We got a holding call. A holding call, yeah. And it was a, an amazing. I, I was drive. I was in and, a know, fetal position after the holding call. In the <laughs> there were so many moments in that game. You know, um, they were driving right before the half. And, you know, if they go up, I think they were going to go up on us by yes. 10. They were like on a 5 or something, whatever. They were yeah, ready to go in. James Harrison makes probably the greatest play in Super Bowl yes. history with the I interception agree. and the return. And that changed the game. And then we get into that second half. We, we couldn't put them away. And, you know, Coach Haley, who was their offensive coordinator, had a great call uh, in the uh, – where he split our safeties and Larry, Fitzgerald? and Larry Fitzgerald's running down the field, and I'll never forget the feeling like he's running with our Super Bowl right there. Did you see? Did you what he? You knew he was going to be open in other words. Yeah, and it was just you could yeah. see it was a great call on yeah. Todd's part, and um, you know Larry of course executed it, and I'm just watching. It was like a <laughs> slow motion, like oh man, he's he, he's taking our championship from us right there, there. Yeah, is there that much time and left? Then we get that time, and then of course Ben and and Santonio connect on another great uh, Super Bowl moment. It's just defined Ben yeah, it was too. Just, I think it's a great, greatest school, one of the greatest. Oh, uh, without you know. a doubt. I and mean, he's two Super Bowl. Uh, Wins, um, you know. Hopefully, he's got whatever he's got left in him. Um, physically, he's he's there. I know that he's not satisfied with two at all. He looks uh, great this year. He he came in lighter than he's he has in years past, right? Yeah, he's in. I mean, I think he recognizes where he is. He's thirty six, and to be able to finish a career mm-hmm. at that level. Um, it, it's a little more challenging as we all get yeah. older. It's harder to keep your bodies in shape, like we were talking about me, earlier. Look at me. <laughs> look at this guy. And and we work gotta, on it. We, <laughs> you're too young. You don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> face that guy because you're like, oh, I, I can do this. Can I eat can my burgers now. But as you get older, you we're on to, 20 different medications. Lipitor, <laughs> Lipitor, Lipitor 2. But you too, having the tools around him that he has, it's probably, it's probably one of the best offenses that he's had in his career. Um, with, uh, he, the, with uh, the guys around him, there's some there's some good players, and again, that's all gonna it's all gonna come together, and you know it has to come together, I should say, uh, for us to to um, get where we want to go. Does that, right? does that does that come together? When you say that, because is that in the locker room? You mean the players each year? You may know they, a lot of them guys know each other, but is it is that where it starts? Is it basically the chemistry from the guys themselves in the locker room, or you say come together? Coaches and team. I'm not sure. What, what, I think what it's think it's everybody. It's me. The it's thing. the ownership. It's the coaches, the players, and we all have to grow and understand that we have one common goal. That's all there is. There's only one goal. It's nothing about anything right. but winning a Super Bowl. And as long as we have that common goal, how we grow and get together will determine whether we can get So it's to how it. everybody compliments it's each other, just like any corporation or any business. Exactly. That's how you, you complement each other. Right? You learn to work with and trust 
trust your teammate, your fellow worker, whatever, and you grow because you're, you're you're chasing one thing. If you're all chasing different things, um, that's where it'll be a distraction. You're probably not going to get where you want to go. A lot of yeah, and that's probably the fault of you know that happens to a lot of teams. That's one of the great things about our organization. And, and, that, and was that something that was uh, was instilled in, in you uh, as far as like what, what the organization, uh, Kevin, when you, you came in, we had this, the Steelers of the '70s, and and they had something. I don't know, some kind of mystique. Is it a mystique kind of thing, or you know, I mean, to build, to build that that aura, that energy, that there's something about our organization. It's amazing. I mean, you are a great piece of that organization. You will your legacy's. You know, I got you. I got you uh, played here another twenty yeah. years. But, you know, after you're not, your, your legacy's gonna be fantastic. No, no, so, I but, appreciate I saying, it. but these, but that, but it's part of. You're part of a great legacy. It started in the seventies when we were kids. And, no, you know, again, it's it's amazing though to be able to keep that going like that. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty amazing. Very fortunate to be a part of it to have that opportunity. You know, the organization was formed and and the standards were set long before I got here. And you learn, you know, you want to come in and you you may add some things that you that you've had, but you always understand the the common premise of winning the Super Bowl. And Kev, you know, every year I've tried to make the team. This year. I'm coming a little trim, like Ben. I'm trying to go for, I was thinking more of a scat back this year. Corner was a little too ambitious, I thought. Cornerback a little too ambitious last year. Well, you before. know what, Jim? Whatever <laughs> whatever role you can play, you'll help us for sure. Well, Kevin and I had a I t-shirt at the corner. I was in Cran <laughs> Island. Ah. It was going to be. But we're going to go. Like Revis Island? Like Revis Island. Nice, I like it. I'm going to be the third down scat back. Shut down corner? Are you gonna, you gonna, which corner are you going to shut down? I east, wanna, and, east, east and uh, North <laughs> Avenue? Or? East and North <laughs> Avenue. No one throws it my way. That's what I'm going to say after the game. Why don't they do that? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, hey, we we're going to have a great year. I'm so excited uh, for Stu. What a great training camp, man. You look great, bud. I'm feeling it. Well, let's go get it, Super Jimmy. Super Bowl, baby. Thanks, Thank Kevin. you, guys. Take care. Greatest, All right. Thank you, man. Nice Thank you. you. All right. Thanks. And now, in reply to a recent editorial, would you please welcome station manager Stanley P. Kachowski? Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Bob. You sound Thanks, good. Lou. Excited. Oh, Woohoo! Monday know. night football. Come on. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I just. I just can't get into it. Can't get into the Steelers? Just having problems. Like to share with the class? Stanley Pikachowski pays for problems. (laughs) (laughs) Can I sing you a song? Oh, God. Okay. Isn't it strange? September is here. I don't feel hate as I sip. My beer. Where are the browns? <laughs> Can't stand the browns. The game is on, but I don't care. I'm in my chair, my ring's on, but I just stare. Where are them browns? <laughs> there ought to be browns. Vinny is bad. Modell is glad. 
Moving the Browns was a kick in my gonad. <laughs> Where are the Browns? No one to boo. It brings a tear. I'll root against Buffalo, but Jim Kelly's from here. <laughs> Where are the Browns? I hate those Browns. Those Ravens are queer. <laughs> that was very nice. Thank yeah. you. This is Stanley Pikachu. Mind the old rivals is good food. No restrictions. Hey everybody, just want to let you know with the Jim Cren No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play. It's absolutely free, streams 24-7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Cren No Restrictions app.